Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. I'm Rabbi Tuvia Telda, and this is the Jewish Spotlight. Those are the words that you might have heard sometime, and that millions and millions of Jews have heard for thousands of years on a Friday night, walking home from the synagogue, passing friends on the way, being able to usher in the Shabbos Queen. The Sabbath, of course, has been the central part of Jewish life for thousands of years, since the time it was given as a mitzvah. And at first it might have seemed like somewhat of a burden. What do you mean I can't work? What do you mean I can't do this or that? But when a person starts to appreciate the beauty of the Sabbath experience and being able to sit around the table and reunite with their community and commune with God and be able to be with their family and be able to learn Torah and do all types of special things, then nothing can beat the beauty of the Shabbos. And one of the most special things about the Shabbos I have to be very frank and admit to you, is the food. The food on Friday night, the food on Shabbos afternoon is the best, the best of the whole week. In fact, it used to be people would work the whole week and save a little bit in order to be able to make sure that every day they'd put something aside in their home to make sure that Shabbos food would be the best they had. And sure enough, the Friday night would come, the sun would set, still would go over the town, the villages, the towns, the communities, wherever they might be, were turned into a Shabbos community. And when people came home from a shul, they would go, and shul meeting a synagogue, they would go, of course, to their homes, and there would be a beautiful Shabbos table set, a table set with candles, a table set with a white tablecloth, a table set, of course, with two other things which are the key part to every Shabbos table, and that is the wine and the challah. The challah was the bread, the special breads that were used for the Shabbos meal. Now, of course, in the Jewish spotlight, we always try to look on the inside of what's going on in Judaism. Now, we're not going to necessarily show you how to make wine here. We looked into it, but we couldn't really import any vineyards on set over here in the studio. They wouldn't let us. So best thing after that is we're going to show you how to make challah. So quick, anybody out there who's interested, go get a, another video so you can make a copy. Or else... Take down, get your pad ready so you can take down the recipe. And I brought on board, of course, the best challah teacher in the world. We always bring you the best over here on the Jewish Spotlight. And that happens to be my wife. So I want to introduce now Mrs. Chaya Teldon, who's been on the show before and who's our expert challah maker. Okay. Welcome, Chaya. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So it's good to have an opportunity to talk to you a little bit. Right. The week was hectic. <laughs> okay. So are you ready for this All right, experience? I'm ready. Let's see what we have prepared over here. Give, okay. give us a little bit of an explanation of what this is all about. Okay. I eat it, but I don't know all the things about it that you do. So please give us a little you bit of an opening. Let's give a little historical background first. One of the origins, the place that we know challah, was in the times of the temple. Mm -hmm. One of the things that they used in the Holy Temple in Jerusalem was um, 12 showbreads. It was called Lechem HaPanim. That's right. There was a special golden um, table that had mm -hmm. six shelves on both sides. And in the temple, the priests would make bread every week and put it on these, this beautiful showbread Friday. One of the miracles of the temple was that it stayed fresh from mm -hmm. week to week so that on, on the Sabbath itself, when they took it off and they put the freshly baked bread from Friday before... Right. The, fresh from the, the bread from the previous week was still fresh. What was the secret to that? What was the secret of that? Godly ingredients. <laughs> I think okay. God was the, was, the, was the supervisor over there. Nevertheless, we like to traditionally have uh, on, a, on a Sabbath table challah. We have two whole loaves Friday night and two again Shabbat or Saturday afternoon. 
they are on a board, and we usually cover them with a beautiful cloth. One of the reasons for that is because in the times of the, of the desert, when the Jews traveled through the desert, the dew fell, was called the, the, the manna fell, I mean, and it was protected by God by a layer of dew on the ground, then the manna fell, and it was covered by a layer of dew. Um, to remind us of that, we put a challah board or a beautiful plate on the table, and we cover the challah loaves with a beautiful covering. Mm-hmm. But m- many people think that challah is so difficult. You know, it's not true. Challah is one of the easiest things, and the original bread machine, two hands and a bowl, work fine. So I think um, okay, we should make a batch of... Okay, convince me it's easy. It's easy? Convince me. Uh, you want to roll up your sleeves? Um, come on, come on. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a historic first. <coughs> Rabbi Tuvia Teldin is going to bake challah for his listening audience. All right. All right. Is this Roll what we're having for dinner? Uh, <laughs> Roll up your sleeves. Okay. Of course, we washed our hands beforehand, but um, the, the, the best thing to use is a metal bowl because you can heat it, and it needs to be created in a warm environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you take a big metal bowl, it doesn't have to be, but usually I run it under hot water first so that the bowl itself is warm. Now you're okay. going to put in three of these. Okay, I'm doing this under one condition. Yes that you won't ask me to do this at home. <laughs> at least we could say it's under rabbinic supervision. Come on, Tier, you know what? He, he's not even going to know how to open this. Right, dump this in. Okay. This is yeast. Now, people can use dry yeast or they can use fresh yeast. I like this method, and it's three packages. Anybody who's interested will give you the address where you can get this recipe later on. But you use three envelopes of yeast. Okay. Excellent. Now, yeast does not begin rising. It does not work until you activate it. It has to be warm water. So we're going to add four cups of warm water. You can add it all at once. All right. Great. So far, you're doing excellent. Unbelievable job. You might want to start mixing it. I use a wooden bowl, but it doesn't have to be a wooden bowl, a a wooden spoon, I mean. Very good. And the other key rise is sugar. Without sugar, it's not going anywhere. So this recipe calls for between one and a half to two cups of sugar. If you like it sweeter, you could use the full two cups. Some people like to use honey. Yes, you can pour it in. Some people like to use honey, and I just replace it with equal amounts, so about a cup and a half of honey. Excellent. Okay. Now you want it all to dissolve. Okay, we're going to get all the sugar in there. Okay. Beautiful so far. And you can, maybe you can show what this looks like over here. Okay, it looks, it looks brown delicious. and, right, not yet. Brown and mushy. Okay. So far, you're doing a great job. Thank you. You can stop mixing. Okay. We're going to add two tablespoons of salt. Now, I've been doing this for many, many years, right? I can promise your viewing audience that this is exactly two tablespoons of salt. You know what? My grandmother used to say, you can trust your own measurements. So two tablespoons of salt. I happen to use the salt, sodium less salt. You want to mix that? Mm-hmm. Excellent. We are going to add three-quarters of a cup of oil. Okay. Doesn't matter corn oil or vegetable oil or canola oil. Yes, that you can pour in. Right. Super. Mix that up. And the original recipe that I use calls for six eggs. Okay. Now, some people are very conscious of the cholesterol that they take in or their cholesterol level. So what I've begun doing is using one whole egg and five Mm -hmm. egg whites. Now, I have not ever used the um, 
you know, egg, egg beaters or things like that in my recipe, you notice that I'm checking for blood spots because right. in Jewish law, one is not permitted to eat blood. So you have to check each egg. So why don't you add that egg? Okay, and I'm going to just continue adding these other eggs. Right, and you mix as you go along. Actually, the whole process of making the dough probably takes less than 10 minutes. You can add that egg. Mm -hmm. So really, a person could, a woman, if she wants to put up the dough in the morning, takes 20 minutes, the whole thing, kneading, maybe you want to make it 25 minutes. She can let it rise for a little while and then come back shape it and bake it. It's really such an incredibly easy pro um, process. You know, I'm and adding we're having the, fun also. And we're having fun also. Right. As you see, I wasn't paying so much attention. I'm adding the whole egg, but this one will just do the egg white. And this is a great project to do in the house. The kids love to get involved in this, and even husbands might get involved in this. Don't get carried away. <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't get so excited, huh? It's not going to happen. Okay, after you add all of this, mix it around very well. Okay. Until you see all the eggs dissolved. We're getting there. And blended. Okay. Now, actually, baking challah is one of the three commandments giving specifically, given specifically to women. Did you know that? Yes. You knew that. Wow, what a rabbi. Let me tell your audience a little bit about that. The reason being that... The name Chana is an acronym for the three commandments given specifically to women. The Chet in the name Chana stands for Chala, that's the laws of baking Chala. The Nun stands for Nida, the laws of family purity. And the Hey stands for Hadlakos Haneros, the laws of lighting Shabbat candles. And these are the three areas in which a woman excels, our area of expertise, so to speak. And if you think about them closely, you'll realize that they are the areas of the greatest discipline in Judaism, keeping the laws of kosher. In other words, there's a separation between this and this. This does not mix with this. The laws of family purity mean that a husband and wife at certain times during the month are not able to be together. The laws of Shabbat also say that this is holy and this is profane. This is um, sanctified and this is weekday. And so on the Shabbat, it teaches us to separate the two. Chala does the same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you explain what you mean by the laws of challah? What is the, the laws, of, the laws challah? of challah? So actually... These ingredients are not laws. These ingredients are not laws. When a woman, when, a, when the baker, I'm sorry, when the baker uses more than three and a half pounds of flour, mm -hmm. 3.11 pounds actually, of flour, there's an actual blessing that a person recites. It's called taking challah. It's an actual mitzvah, it's an actual commandment. That's right from the Torah. Absolutely, from the Torah. And what we do today, you'll see, we will take challah, we will take that aside as if we're giving that portion to God. And we don't make any use of it. And um, it commemorates what they did in the times of the temple. I'm supposed to keep on mixing this? Are you ready for the next part? This is my favorite part. Okay, you're doing this, right? I'm going to put this part in first. You're you will. It in. One second. You want me to get my hands over Wait, not yet. So you can still use the spoon. Okay? okay? Now, the recipe that we're using uses five pounds of flour. That's going to make five large challahs. So it seems like a lot, but I, I try to be very, very practical. Okay, I added about half the bag. You keep mixing okay. as best as you can. Okay, let's get All to right. work over this here. This is the original bread machine, ladies and gentlemen, yours for the price of... No, just kidding. Um, this, this recipe makes, as I said, about five large challahs. What you can do is, if you think your family's not going to use 
all of this for the week, make the five pounds anyway. Use the ones that you want for the Sabbath and shape the other ones. Pop them into the freezer. You can put it in a Ziploc bag. You can put it in a tin like I have right here. And this will stay in the freezer for a long period of time. You're doing a great job. Are you ready for the good news? You have to put down the spoon. I was afraid you were going to say that. And you have to climb in. Come on, come on. Put the spoon in here. Wipe off the dough. Okay. Don't forget, it's all... It's a, it's a mitzvah, right? That's right. You might want to tuck your tie in because okay. it's soon to jump into the, uh, into the dough over here. Okay. Now, the secret is, before you jump in, only yes. use one hand because I'm telling you that the phone inevitably right. rings when you use both hands. So you use one hand to, to knead and one hand you're going to turn, turn the bowl. I, I am so happy this is being filmed. You can't imagine. You have proof. Your mother would be proud. Okay, we're adding a little more flour over here. Keep kneading. Okay. Excellent. Unbelievable. Now, what you do is just take it from the back and fold it over. Fold it back, over. Okay. fold it over. Keep doing it. Back, fold, and keep turning the bowl. Excellent job. This is unbelievable. Keep doing it. Now, eventually, you're going to use all of the flour, just about all of it. You want the dough to be nice and soft, mm. not, um, not wet, right. not sticky at all. That's now, it's, it's, <laughs> it's customary to give charity, perhaps, not at this moment, not, not, not at this moment. It's customary to give charity. You want a blessing in the dough. So very often you give charity. Um, not in the dough. Before, not in the dough. Okay. Put charity in your favorite charity box. I'm sorry that I'm adding more to you like this. Let's look at this. This is great. Keep folding it over, folding okay. it over. Okay, we're getting there. Fold it over. Were you good in art when you were... No? Did, you, did you like working with clay? This is great. Now, this is the part especially that children like. Some, sometimes when I, I might be listening to the news or something on the radio, you know, when I start making challah dough, I turn it off because I don't want any negative energy or bad vibes, as they say, to come into my challah dough. So okay. you want only, ready for more. only positive energy here. Okay. You see it's coming together. It's getting less and less sticky. Okay. And the good news is we're almost out of flour, All so right. you'll know you that we're... That? You can we're, see the great yes. job I'm doing over here. So. Just one of the hints that I have, I don't like when my ring gets all full of dough, so usually I take my ring off and I put it, for those who wear glasses, I hang my ring right here so that I don't misplace it. But I think I'm not going to wear this for your viewing audience. But this is a great place to put your ring. I'm going to just leave mine off, and if you don't mind, I'm going to relieve you of your duties now, and I'm going to just finish up the dough. Okay. Do you mind that? Not at all. Great job. Okay. The secret is that flour takes off dough. Turn your hand over. I'll put on a little more. Yes, if you just rub your hand like this with the flour, it's going to come off. And I'm just going to show you. If you move over, I'm going to jump in and just show you okay, okay. how you want it. Just take it from the back and fold it over. If you watch like this, take it from the back and fold, from the back and fold. And this works very, very well. You can see that the dough is getting less and less sticky, and you just keep folding it over. Do we have a good shot of this dough over here? You see it's sticking much less to the side of the bowl. Great. I'm going to add a little bit more flour because I don't like it's still a little bit sticky. What you do after this is you're going to put it in a warm place. You're going to put it, what I do, I have an electric stove. I turn it on warm before I begin making the dough. When I'm finished, I turn off the oven, mm -hmm. and you're going to take this dough and put it in the oven. It has to rise in a nice, warm place. Okay? 
It's going to rise for one hour, mm -hmm. maybe an hour and a half. So in the meantime, like I said, you can go out, do your errands, put the kids on the bus, whatever you're doing. When it's finished rising, and we're going to do it a la Julia Childs, I'm going to ask you to do your magic. Amazing. We're going to move seven. this dough. One second, everybody close your eyes over. for a second. And, and we're going to bring here. There we have it. Voila. We have beautiful dough. Now this has been rising. Okay. Isn't that great? I'm going to take it off. Now the next process is. One second. It took an hour for this to rise. took an hour for this to rise. Okay. In a warm oven. What you're going to do now is you're going to actually get to punch down the dough because this is now filled with air. So I want to make sure that the cameras okay. have this. Just okay, take your hands and gently. Okay. You don't have to get just your aggressions out. Just do like just that. Do and that. You're going to see. There we go. Yes, do it. You're going to see. Go ahead again. You're going to see. Exactly. Look at this. This uh -huh. is a beautiful dough. It's going down like this. Now, this is the exciting part. Okay. The exciting part is we are then going to do the actual mitzvah, fulfill the actual biblical commandment of taking challah. What All we right. do is in order to incorporate the entire dough, we're going to cover, we're going to cover the challah with, um, with a towel or mm -hmm. something else that's in the kitchen. This my friend Mary gave me, so I'm going to use this. And we're going to actually make a blessing um, that is like this. And I'll say the blessing, and you say, Amen. Amen. You say, Amen. Okay, the blessing is, Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Asher Kiddushanu B'Mitzvosa V'Tzivanu Lahafrish Chala. Amen. And that translated means? I agree. <laughs> that's what Amen means. What does the blessing mean? Blessed are you, Lord of the universe, who has commanded us in his commandments and sanctified us to separate the challah. Separate one section we see right over here. This My is wife what is we in the do. process of separating it. We take a piece approximately this size, like the size, uh, like this size, and we say, Hare ze challah. Behold, this is challah. And that would be the size no matter what, how much you're Right. This together. is the amount that you have okay. to take. But an now, egg. this, the size of an egg, now this is later to be burned. We are not allowed to derive any benefit from this because it actually belongs to God. So we burn this. You can put it on your barbecue grill. You can burn it in the bottom of your oven, but I wouldn't burn it at the same time as I'm baking this. Mm -hmm. First of all, your smoke alarm goes off. Second of all, if this is not something that we're using, it sort of counterbalances the very challah that we're attempting to use. Okay, now, you explain what we do also in our home? I save this all. I put them in the freezer in a little Ziploc bag, mm -hmm. and then before Passover, when we burn the chametz, when you burn the leavened bread that we have, um, I throw all my little pieces right. of challah and in. Of course, this is leavened bread. This is as leavened as you can get. Right. Now, I'm going to take this home and burn it later. Okay. Now comes the enjoyable part, and that is where we actually get to shape the challah. So I'm going to move this okay. out of the way, and we're going to shape the challah. Now, because there were 12 breads in the times of the temple, like we said, these 12 show breads, we want to always allude to that number 12. This is the origin of, of braiding challah. Okay. You braid usually with three, and we use two whole loaves on Friday night. So we have three and three would make six. why we have two? You can explain that. Okay. <laughs> Explanation for the two is because on Fridays, God always made sure that there was a double portion of challah. Because he didn't want the Jews to go out in the desert in order to be able to collect the manna, challah, the manna. The, I'm sorry, the manna on Saturday mornings. So therefore, since manna fell every single morning and the Jews were collected every morning, Friday there will always be a double portion. So that's why we always make sure we have two challahs on Friday night to commemorate the two pieces of manna, the two portions of manna that fell for every family. You know what else I learned? In addition, it says in the, in the Bible, shamor v'zachor, 
guard the Sabbath right. and remember the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So it alludes to that also. Okay. So we have the three braids in one loaf and the three braids in another would make six. Mm -hmm. And Saturday afternoon for lunch we use another two loaves. Mm -hmm. So that would be another six would equal 12. Good. Some people have the custom to make a braided loaf and put a little braid on the top which would be six and six. Again, we get back to 12. So now this is what we're going to do. Right. Um, you take, are you good at braiding? Or well, we're gonna find out in a minute. Yes, we might as well try it out. We're gonna take yeah. three like equal portions. <laughs> Put a little flour on your hand, just like okay. this. Now again, usually children like this part because they think the more flour, the better, but don't let them get a lot of flour, just a little bit of flour. Now you're okay. gonna take three even portions okay. and you're going to start rolling it, like we called we're it in kindergarten, it. into a snake. Okay. You can do it like this, like when you play with clay mm -hmm. or Play-Doh. You're just going to roll. You remember this? Yes. Did you get an A? Okay, we're just going to roll it. Now, some people, you don't exactly have the greatest things here in the studio, but if you want, you can roll it on a cutting board. You can roll it on your silver foil like this. It actually works in the air. This is a messy activity, so your kitchen might get a little... How long do you want this? Well, it depends on how long your pan is, but whatever you do, you're gonna make them three equal okay. snakes. Okay, we're gonna make them three equal snakes. Yours is shorter and fatter than mine. So okay, let's see if, if you, to, yeah, I'm gonna make yours right. just to match okay. that one. The smoother they are, the smoother the surface of your challah will be. Mm -hmm. I'm stretching it more than just rolling it. Okay, now after you stretch it, you have to remember that it shrinks a little bit, so let them rest a minute after you stretch them. Okay? Excellent, beautiful. See how it's shrinking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see okay, it so it's, it's we, we either have to shorten these no, gentlemen or we're gonna make that one longer. This is the fast this way is, of doing it. This is the fast method. Okay, we're gonna let it shrink and they're gonna be the same size. Now you're gonna okay. pinch the three ends together. Doesn't matter which end you start it. Yes, like great, pinch, pinch them together. Like because that. otherwise when they bake, pinch it, don't okay. be afraid of it. When you pinch it, it'll stay together when you bake it. And okay. now, great, let's Good. see. Do you remember how to braid? No. no. Great, okay. Let me do I remember, I never you learned. You never learned how to braid. Okay, you always go over the center. You're going to go right over, okay. left over. Right over, left okay. over, right. Don't think you're getting off the hook so easy. There's something else you're gonna do. Okay, pinch okay. the ends together. I'm good at pinching. That's definitely my, up my line. You can. Okay. Then either put it in a tin like this. Now, one second. Let's say that again for anybody because I'm still trying to catch up. Left over, right over, left over, right over. That's it. But how do you know which of the three braids to use for the left or the right? The outside is left and yeah. here's the right. So, so you're always going over the, the center, center one. The whatever stays. becomes center. Okay. Whatever becomes gotcha. center. Okay, now. You're going to spray. One second. You're going to spray this. Now, that is actually going to be too big to fit into this tin. So the good news is... I can squish it. You can squish it. You can actually bake it on, this t on, on, a, on a cookie sheet. Mm -hmm. We can bake them like this. I would not put more than two in the oven at the time because they need room to breathe and if it gets too hot. Now, okay. let me just tell you that at, we're not going to bake it yet. You put it into the tin. It's going to rise until it's double. Leave it in a warm place. It's going to mm -hmm. rise for about an hour. Okay. Then you're going to egg it. You make an egg wash. You can either take um, just the egg yolk. You can take mm -hmm. the, the whole egg. You can add a little water to it. Mm -hmm. You're going to mix it up. And then we're going to actually paint the top of the challah okay. very gently so that it'll have a nice glaze mm -hmm. when it's finished. I suppose a brush would be better to a, use. A this. baking brush would be yeah. great, but I left it at home. Okay. Okay. You're going to glaze the whole top. It goes into an oven at 350 for 
30 minutes, something this size. If you make smaller challahs, it bakes a little bit less, okay? You can put poppy seeds, you can put sesame seeds, um, whatever you want. I'm gonna show you another trick. This is very, very easy, and I know soon we're gonna run out of time, but if you make a small snake like this, and this is something very easy. If you wanna, if you wanna catch this on the camera, we're gonna have a little snake like this. We are going to just tie a knot like this, and you have a little small challah roll. Right. That's all the bakers do. Is this they is called a bilkala. A bilkala, right. You just make it from one snake. Like I said, you just tie it in a knot, mm -hmm. and it looks like a great little challah roll. This I would also glaze with egg, mm -hmm. and you can sprinkle it if you want. You can add cinnamon and sugar. You can put raisins inside. Glaze it. These bake much less, like maybe 20, 25 minutes. Okay. I'm telling you that nothing beats the aroma of freshly baked challah, and the people will flock to the table to enjoy and to get into participating in the Sabbath through baking challah. I All think right. that's it. So now let me ask you a question. This Friday night, you're going to bake this challah? Well, would you be proud if we used your very own first challah ever? Not only would I be proud, but I would want to make an announcement. Oh, we're going to announce at the Shabbos table that this that is the this is the challah. This is the first challah that I made. <laughs> this was baked by Rabbi Teldin himself. Now I think it's beautiful, and I think that this, especially for people who are interested in beginning to observe the Sabbath, this is a very enticing way to get people involved. Again, when that aroma for me, children. Uh, when the kids get involved in something like this, the kids love it. That there's no question about. They will clamor for more treats and to invite their friends over and to really participate right. in, the, in the Shabbos experience. In fact, I know one family who was getting involved, adults were getting involved in Judaism a little bit, and they were wondering how they could interest their children in the beauty of the Shabbos. So they decided that they're going to make the nicest meal of the week is going to be the Friday night meal and to involve the children in the cooking process. So the kids see that there's something very special going on here, mm -hmm. and that, in fact, was the way the children eventually started to also become Sabbath observant. Really? Do we, so, have, do we have time for a story, a quick story? Uh, very quick story. Very quick story. Um, a, a king once passed through the Jewish community, and he smelled something delicious. And he went, he partook of the meal, and he asked his palace, palace chef to create the same thing. They got the recipe, and he tried and tried and tried. And the king sent him back and said, what's wrong with you? He went to the Jewish community, and they said, the missing ingredient is the Sabbath itself. Uh-huh. So I All think right. that's... A great story. Mrs. Teldon, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. And now, I just want to ask everybody out there, do whatever you can. This Friday night, do something special for the Sabbath. Before sunset comes, ladies, take the Shabbos candles. Two candles. You don't need any special candle holders. And just light them. There's a special bracha to be said. Bracha Toshem, Alakinim, Alakhalam, Hadlik, Ner, Shel, Shabbos, Kodesh. Now, for those of you who don't understand that, you're welcome to call us up and find out what that bracha and what other things about Shabbos or the recipe for the challah, if you didn't get a chance to write it down. Just look us up and call us at our site. We're at 58 Comac Road. You can call us at 462-7383 or just come visit us. And my wife has many classes, not necessarily in challah baking, but many other classes also, as I do, in many programs for Chabad, in fact, all over Long Island because we have 12 centers that are doing all types of Jewish activities just for you to learn more about not only the Shabbos, but what it means to be 
Jewish and they feel the sense of the world. We also have, of course, a website, which we have for you. That's chabadli.org. Or you can call us up on the super phone, 516-76-SUPER. Find out more about being Jewish. In the meantime, I want to wish you a great, great Shabbos this Friday night. And enjoy being Jewish. Learn more about it. Experience it. Do it hands-on. Judaism is not just here in the brains. It's here in the stomach also. And it's also in your kishkas. It's in your feet. It's in everywhere. Take care. And we'll see you. Shalom from the Jewish Spotlights.